Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akwenensite and these are going to be our Libra Eclipse messages. I decided to do them for the individual signs. Now there's loads of reasons for this and you're going to get those messages in other videos. Um, hopefully you guys have watched the Libra Seasonals. Remember I said at the beginning of the Libra Seasonals that they were just a place to begin. There were loads of other messages coming through. I've also started doing the Weekly Aquarian Insights which is my messages and when and where I can I will share them from an astrological point of view or a tarot point of view or an energetic point of view but even if I can't I plan to share whatever I'm picking up about the collective I'm all about the collective at the moment as some of you guys know now this Libra solar eclipse that's coming up and it's happening on the 14th of October um, I think it's early evening here maybe it's like just before 7 p.m in the evening in the UK I think you'll have to double check that check it out and that's my mum's birthday as well that Libra solar eclipse it feels and I mean that literally as a feeling you guys know I work in energies it feels really significant for me personally and collectively so rather than doing it as one big video I decided to do these as individual videos this intro will be on all the videos the reason is I want to take my time with them I want to be able to read the oracle cards which I don't do when I do that mega video so I'm using Alice the Wonderland, which I'm quite surprised that deck offered itself up for these. And I'm using the Oracle of Visions, which I like to use when I'm going for intuitive messages. In the same vein, that's the reason I'm using Lenormand for this, not Tarot, because with the Lenormand, it's a sandbox that I love for my intuitive messages. And that's kind of what I'm feeling around this as well. This is going to be that new moon energy on steroids. And in that vein then, I would look at this as a six month cycle. Now, what does that mean? It means this is a solar eclipse in Libra that we're having in Libra season. There will be a lunar eclipse. Well, how I see this kind of cycle going to is that when there'll be the moon in Libra in Aries season. So that's a six month cycle. So you can revisit this. You can bookmark it, revisit it in a month, two months, three months, whenever because I think the energies play out on a much grander scale. I will just tell you straight off here, although I am planning to do a greater talk on this, I do kind of feel a lot of feminine energy around this. I mean, that's a no brainer, right? When we've got a solar eclipse. But I've also had messages come through around Lilith, which has changed signs, and Selena, which is white moon. We talk a lot around black moon Lilith, there is white moon Selena as well and I've been working with that energy quite a bit too but as I said I will be talking about that in a later video so there's a lot going on and each of the videos that I post each of the readings that I post they are a piece of the puzzle they are one perspective or one idea around it so I'm trying to go for a holistic with all of these aspects and perspectives that they come together and you are a crucial part of that so see how this plays out for you work with the energies that are presented but in this reading just to kind of reiterate I am going for a purely kind of intuitive what are the cards saying message rather than intellectualizing and, and bringing in the more astrology stuff although inevitably I end up doing that sometimes anyway because that's my process but the intention is to just give you the messages that come up in this thank you to everyone that likes shares subscribes you guys help the channel immensely when you do that a massive thank you and a shout out to everyone that makes a donation. You guys really help to support the channel and I cannot thank you enough for that. There is information in the description on how to make a donation or to book a reading with me. 
that's all I think I want to say for this. I love you guys. Let's get on with the reading. Hello, my lovelies. These are going to be your Libra solar eclipse messages for Gemini. Right, Gemini, I swear, out of all the readings I've done so far, yours has to be like the most in your face. <laughs> of course, it's Gemini, right? Um, reading. And I'm not surprised it's come up because I even mentioned it in the intro about Black Moon Lilith and Selena, right? So this kind of, even though they're both feminine energies, they're different aspects of that. There's duality even within the dualities. Uh, and this is actually a talk that I was planning to do. The next weekly Aquarian Insight that I was going to do on Saturday was going to cover some of this. But I think some of it might come up in your reading because you have your twins literally showed up. So you've got woman over here, you've got man over here. And then right at the bottom, that's why I pulled extra cards. If you watched any of the others and you thought, oh, she's pulled extra cards there because they came up here as well. And it's pretty profound. This card, I just want to say this. I couldn't have handpicked. I couldn't have handpicked a better um card for a solar a solar eclipse in the fifth house which is what libra is for you right you have a solar eclipse in the fifth house um it's pretty profound reading so i hope you'll kind of hang in there with me i don't know how many of these i will read because i've been reading some the, these cards have their own little message for you right i've been reading them don't know how many of them i'll read um especially not with the man and the woman because all the the book says if you if you've ever worked with the lenormand is that you know that's a woman and that's a man and it can represent those people in our lives and it may represent that for you i mean that's true for everything we have a um in our relationships outside of our libra is all about relationships our relationships outside of us they can mirror they can reflect what is going on within us you know a lot of the time we look for a balancing of our masculine and feminine energies outside of ourselves um in relationships so you've you've got kind of got that now. Just to um, finally just explain these cards that I have at the bottom, they are expression. So this is not the same reading that I did for Virgo season. The same spread, sorry. It's the energy moves this way, and these are the main energies. You know how they come up. So these add nuance and complexity to the message, and that's an expression of it. And so where do I want to begin with this? Let's begin with the oracle cards. Ooh, bloody hell. All right, let's go. Let's go, um, Gemini. I am not going to lie to you. When I saw the spread, and mind my my um, foul language here for those of you that don't like it, but I really thought, thank fuck for Gemini when I saw this. Um, because And, you know, not to put any pressure on you, but you are an expression of Gemini energy. You know, um, if you have Gemini sun, moon, rising, whatever you're... I mean, I have Gemini Mars, right? So it would apply to anyone that has anything in Gemini no pressure but we we are expressions we are ambassadors of that energy and you know with the sun it will be our identity and how we shine in the world moon our emotional stuff um we're rising our path in life you know wherever this comes up for you but yeah it was profound when i saw these two come up and then the same down there um and i thought okay great so the twins have shown up had literally shown up in your spread but let's begin. So I'm going to begin with the Alice the Wonderland. And it says, I wonder what will happen next. I wonder what will happen next. And it says, ready to adventure, precipice of change, pause before action. 
Here's the excerpt from Through the Looking Glass. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations? Especially the conversations, right? Seeing as you are one half of the axis of conversation, of communication. Um, actually, there's something kind of niggling away at me um, before I kind of continue with this. So I want to say this to you as well, that actually, you know, let's read this. I'll remember it I'll, um, when it comes up with these two, because it's, it's around your twins. Um, it's around the expression of your twins. And we looked at a lot of this in Gemini season. So you can go back and check out the talks that I did in Gemini season, especially around duality, beyond duality. I mean, there was loads of there was loads curiosity there's loads that i talked about in gemini season those themes are very much coming up so here's what the the card says i'll continue it says there are points in life where everything seems quite perfect things are calm all is well and we are comfortable sheltered easy in ourselves and in the relationships we have there is in short nothing at all wrong then why oh why can we not feel satisfied this is because free spirits grow restless amidst too much sameness much as we find Alice and you, dear reader, at this time. While she ought to be enjoying an afternoon beneath the trees in late summer, Alice is actually a little fretful and restless. I mean, yeah, that's... Gemini, you know nothing about that, do you? Sarcasm. She waits... Sorry, she wants for adventure to explore and to reach out beyond the comforts of her current existence. This is the very point you are at. You will decide whether or not to enter into and enjoy all you have and have been given. There is nothing at all wrong with embracing that. Or, as you will know from Alice, this could be the point at which you begin to wonder whether this is the place from where you need to explore, stretch or jump. A small part of you is tired with the tidy, the comfortable and the repetitive. You would rather the adventurous, where you will learn more of who you truly are, than you will in this in-between state of sameness and people who never question, who never ask questions and are content never to go beyond the comforts of their current life. I mean, that is, that's the curiosity of Gemini. I'm not saying all Geminis embrace that, right? We are as much learning how to be that, how to express that sign as any, right? Even if you're, especially if your son is in Gemini, right? But this is a key theme of the curiosity of Gemini. And I would read that bit again. It says, um, people who never ask questions and are content never to go beyond the comforts of their current life. I mean, that's very much, um, I can see you being done with that. You, dear reader, want more. This card tells you that very soon, if you choose, you will have an unprecedented opportunity for adventure. It is your decision. But I think I know what you will choose when the moment of change arrives, just in time to save you from the numbness of too much habit and repetition. This is the very edge of change. Prepare yourself divination i'll read both of them right you'll see, you'll see why divination a longing for excitement wonder at what is meant to take place next someone who is comfortable but vaguely dissatisfied be ready for a challenge and for new experiences which i will just say you create right so heads up on that reversed message attachment to habit locked into stultifying sameness comfort over adventure a lack of curiosity satisfaction remain satisfaction remaining within the same world in a repetitive cycle so this is what i want to say to you around i wonder what will happen next right if you think about your twins and 
there's so many different expressions of this. There's been a theme. This has been a massive theme of 2023. And I know why. It's because the last three years, as since the North Node was in Gemini, there has been a very divisive energy in the world, in ourselves, in our relationships. And we've been shown these divisions so that we can unite them, so that we can see the unity of them. We can see how they coexist. And I shared this a while back on Discord where I said, you know, there is one part of me that can never be right. It can never be right because I will always judge it as bad, as, you know, um, stupid, as fifth, or whatever it is, you know, the part that I don't want. No matter what it says, no matter what it wants, I will always say you're not right, that, that half of me. And there is a part of me that can never be wrong. You know, that's the part that I idealise maybe or I want to be seen as, you know, whatever it is. But they both coexist within me. And when we just divide things as good or bad, right, uh, right and wrong, and we have to address this within ourselves before we can address it, address it in the world. And, you know, you being a dual sign, you are part of this, right? You are part of this energy in the world. Um, but if you look at it and, you know, so often we can look at masculine and feminine. That's one way, you know, masculine, feminine. We can look at it that way. Or uh, yeah, yin and yang, you know, light and dark. So you, we've got these opposites. But within each, there is nuance and duality. So if you keep breaking it down, there will always be that duality and everything, even though... And that's how you transcend duality. That's the kind of... It's counterintuitive. But that's how you transcend it. So with a couple of the examples, and one of them I already gave in the intro to this, is, you know, whether it's White Moon, Selena, Black Moon, Lilith, they're both feminine energies, and yet they are the opposite of each other. Even if you look at in Hinduism, right, you know, the Hindu goddesses, which they're all expressions of the same feminine energy, um, you can take... Uh, Gali and Parvati, very two different energies, two different expressions. You know, Gali is known as being fierce and destructive, and she is that very powerful, strong aspect of the divine feminine um, associated with change. But then you've got Parvati, on the other hand, who's nurturing, gentle, motherly. And yet they are both feminine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, the same, and you might think, well, that's less easily represented by uh, the masculine not really even going back to Hinduism you've got Shiva and Vishnu who they they, um, they express kind of dual aspects of masculine energy or you know Egyptian mythology you've got Osiris and Horus and I kind of see um, Osiris as very much kind of similar to Mars in Scorpio and Horus as um, Mars in Aries so within the masculine, you've got this as well. Why am I bringing that up? Because I want you to think about this. It's not possible to try to remove one half, right? The half that we don't want. You can call it the shadow. You can call it whatever you want. And, and this is an example that's often used. And so I don't, I don't mind using it again because there's a reason it's often used because it depicts it really very well. If you had a magnet, Right. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but if you've if you if you had a magnet, you know, something that was that length. So you had a magnet and it had a north pole and it had a south pole. Right. So you've got this magnet. If you chopped it in half, 
which is what I think a lot of us attempt to do with ourselves to kind of lop off undesirable parts of ourselves. When you lop it in half, it still has a North Pole and a South Pole. The polarity still exists. It's just now we have two magnets that do that. And I think we kind of split ourselves down in that way as well. So consider this, especially if, you know, you're more, you love one of your twins more than the other one. And we all do that, right? We have halves of ourselves that we, we love and other parts that we try, we're try, always perpetually trying to fix, trying to get rid of, um, especially, you know, it could be around habits and routine, as this was talking about. We want them to work together. We want a conversation between the two. They both exist, be, exist because of each other. That's a really important theme that comes up here within this reading. Now, let's read you um, the Oracle of Visions. And this is what I meant about having a solar eclipse in your fifth house. Look at the key phrases for this. Creativity, imagination. So creative expression. I can very much see that with this. And you can see it. You can see it in the card, in the image. Look at her here. She's got, you know, musical instruments in there. She's got um, paintbrushes. There's the, the the masks that they have in theatre. I forget what they call them, but, you know, in, in theatre, so theatrical stuff. It's all about creativity, this. This is what, here's a quote, and the quote is by, or from, Ritu Gaturi. I think that's how you say it. It says, each day is a new canvas to paint upon. Make sure your picture is full of life and happiness. And at the end of the day, you don't look at it and wish you had painted something different. In its myriad forms, creativity is an expression of our humanity and imagination, both in its production and in its recognition. To take shape, colour, form, sound or words and give them a new life is an act of creation. Various symbols of the tools and medium through which creativity is expressed are worn by our artist as a decorative headdress of imagination. Sometimes creativity can consume our thoughts as slow burning embers waiting for release. At other times it is a spontaneous explosion of inspiration. Either way, it is a wondrous human characteristic and there are infinite varieties of individual expression, but alas, also an infinite variety of assessment by others. So, you know, there's, there's art critics, there's food critics, there's all this kind of stuff um, that happens. Whenever we, you know, when you create anything, you write a book, you paint a picture, you say something out in the world, you share an idea out in the world, you do face criticism. There's critics in all those fields. Um, so I get that. I get that. And that's why sometimes when we feel this kind of that stultifying energy, as this card was talking about, is it because we're, um, you know, towing a party line somewhere, fitting in uh, with the collective, when what is needed from us is our own unique expression? Now, let's get to these. So it's going to be fascinating to do this. If we're looking at this as, you know, I say energy flows this way, it always flows from, from this side to this side. And this is what anchors us. So you can say past, present, future if you want. I see it as more uh, integrated than that, but it does flow that way, the energy. 
I want you to consider this. And quite a few of the signs got this feminine energy because there is a lot of feminine energy around. But you being Gemini, there's a much more nuanced aspect to this. So if we, what you can see this as the empress and the emperor. You can see this as the queen and the king, right? From the tarot, um, the light and the dark, the moon and the sun, right? However you want to see this because it does embody all of those that that it that is what your um what your twins represent it represents that duality that we have night and day here's what i'm kind of getting about especially seeing as they come up at the bottom as well if we begin over here and we have this woman coming up and it's interesting because in the deck there's a very why i love this deck and maybe that's one of the reasons i was drawn to to using it it has two um women cards and two men cards right and they are both very different and they they come in pairs within themselves as well i wanted to show you it so you also have this guy over here see they're both 28 actually i'll take them out so you can see them and then you have her over here right Now, look at the two that you got. You know, they both have a rose in their hand. They're both clothed. They're both um, just normal looking, right? I guess is the best way to say it. And they're both sat there. So she's reading her book and she stops for a moment and gaze off into the distance. And he looks like he's waiting there for something, right? Or, or someone. So you've got these two coming up. These two are very different. There's something a little bit more primal about these two. So if I was, if we're going to go by um, what I was just saying, that even within the dualities, there is um, a duality, then you see that with these two, this much more primal yang energy. So this would be yang yang, and this would be yin yang, right? And this would be yin yin, and that would be yin yang. I hope that makes sense, right? So we have a different expression of, of each of these and the, the way they're paired up. I'll keep them there so you look why i'm just gonna break it down and say what i see here is an expression of your internal like and i know we're always doing that anyway right but think about this so if the the parts that we keep on the inside i don't mean physically that would be gross but the parts that we keep on the inside we are very clearly defined this is who I am in the outside world. This is what I do. This is how I express. This is what I do. And if you check out the Libra message, which hopefully you did, the solar eclipse one, it talks about masks. That is part of the message that came up for this. It, they're masks that come up in that removing the mask. Why do I play this role? Now, the reason that I say that is because not only have you got the woman here, but you've got the very feminine, you've got the moon coming up with this down here. I, I will read you what the moon card has to say to you see um so this is what moon says love and romance intuition and psychic abilities imagination and creativity are but a few of the ideas i stand for i reach across the sky and influence the waters i'm admired all around i bring fame i bring honors now i want you to you know, the, one of the further lines it says is the moon card does not quite live up to the brilliance of the sun because it doesn't because it doesn't have any light of its own. It's what reflects that. So if you I'm going very kind of big and um, 
out there with these messages. Let's take it right down to the personal level. This is your internal reality. This is your external reality. Right? This is where this is the darkness and within you, your feelings, your emotions, your intuition. This is what you say. This is how you act. This is what goes on outside in the world. So when we've got the moon coming up, this may be, so I'm talking about person, this can be reflected. Like some of you may decide to start dating now. Some of you may take up a creative project, right? Creation, some of you may decide to have children, right? There's loads of ways that the fifth house can impact and, but it's an expression of us. It's, a, it's, self, it's all about self-expression, however we do that, wherever we nurture romance is a thing that can come up with the fifth house. And so you will see this play out in those dynamics then, in your project that you begin, in the people that you decide to date, in, you know, if you become a parent for the first time, like all of this stuff, you will begin to see these dynamics play out. If, if there's nothing else that I say at the moment, please know the reason I'm keeping on about the collective is because we are the, the collective at a micro level. We are that. What we do, it adds to the collective. The collective is a projection of all of us. And we play a role in that. Now, here's the dynamic around this. You might say, well, yeah, you know, I have feelings, I have emotions, I have an internal reality. I understand that, right, with the moon card coming up. How is that expressed here? What is the expression of this as shown by the, the bottom cards? You got this. Now, in this deck, it's called Crossing. But, and I'll show you the image. Where is it? Number 36, crossing in this deck. But it is, at, in traditional decks, it's called the cross. Now, this is around, what is your cross to bear? This is around facing our fears. You know, climbing our Everest. These are all themes that come up with crossing. It is what must be traversed, the fears that must be faced, especially around how we feel. This can be our insecurities. This can be what we love, who we love, that we haven't expressed, the feelings that we have. What we wait for, what we nurture within us, or what our needs are. You know, all of that comes up here. And it's facing the truth around that, facing our fears around whatever that may be. Now, when I say that, there's actually, and I wasn't going to do the astrology thing, but who cares? It keeps coming up. So there's a kind of 12th house energy to this, to this, that which is hidden, you know, and you have had the North Node in your 12th for a year and a half. You have Uranus there, you have Jupiter there, you have all this stuff going on in your 12th. That North Node has now moved to your 11th, right? So you have got this people, how you integrate with others, how, you know, the collective energy that is a part of your reality, you know, group consciousness, I've, or, you know, if you want to take it down to the mundane, then it's going to come up in the, in the sense of the communities that you're a part of, who you integrate with, how you work, how you view the world, right? I very much get that. What your vision for the future is. You tell me, Gemini, you tell me what's going to happen next based on what you're willing to do. Now, here's the difference. If if it's like, I wonder what will happen next. And I ask you the question, Gemini, what's going to happen next? 
there is one way of doing this and tr trust me what i'm describing here has probably kept readers in business till since time immemorial right because this is i have a feeling this will happen my intuition is telling me this will happen um i've been picking up on this feeling so if we're, we're going to go in that realm i'm trying to hit as many eric's that's going to hit all of them this will play out for each of you individually whatever it is that you do but this is that so this is you know I, i'm thinking about this or i have a feeling this will happen or i wish this will happen even could come up around this but with the fear card coming up here it's it's saying okay but is it bringing up fears within you or what do you love in this and how do you face those fears how do you you face whatever it is that you're feeling i'm going to read you 36 actually um from the deck that it comes from which is the enchanted lenormand so 36 and it says this it says the crossing heralds inevitable trials that must be undergone we call on the help of a higher power when things are beyond our own devices traditionally called the cross the crossing represents all spiritual paths it brings a fateful crisis of transition where we have to face our fears people who push themselves to the limits such as sports people and explorers meet their everest People with a sad story to tell may relieve their trauma by dining out on it. This card offers a bridge by which to pass over into another state or terrain. So this is all of that un in internal. It can feel heavy. I'm going to be honest with you. And you're coming in with this, right? So this is what you're feeling and what you're picking up here. I I'm going to come to this in a moment because I think this is. In a sense, this is the angel down the middle, right? With If you're looking at the twin. So we looked at one half of this and who you've been and what you've been doing and what are you integrating? That's one part of it. Here's the other. Over here, we have the masculine represented. And underneath it comes this card of... It's the letter. And the letter is a card of communication. It may be a communication that you have not had yet. You know, it's in the post kind of thing an invoice, um, a communication, something that is on its way to being expressed. Now you can take that within yourself. What is it that is on its way to being expressed? What has been percolating, coming up within you? You could be waiting for an answer. If you want to take this as a, um, you know, a personal reading, if this is a personal reading, I'd, you know, I might say that, but we're looking at this from a six month cycle and, themes that come up around this solar eclipse in Libra because it's coming up on the masculine side this is about what you communicate to the world this is about what you and it could be around your creativity what you have brewing what you have ready to be put out there um when we talk about create creativity and you know as the card depicts it can be um musical instruments all of that kind of wonderful literal mediums right of creativity yet we can also get creative with how we go about things with how we look with how we problem solve with how we interact with our friends i read this amazing article about how you know the current we've got you know um there's a crisis a lot of people don't have money at the moment they're struggling right to make ends meet how that we can be priced out of friendships you know, if you're a group of friends and how you usually meet up is you go out drinking or you go out to eat or, you know, you have these events that you do together. If you don't 
have money you can't take part in that because you don't have the money to go out drinking or to go out eating or partying or whatever it is that you do or you know to go on holiday together you don't have the money to do that so it was a great article and I think it brought up some great concerns around how we can be priced out of friendship so it made some suggestions of you know you can have sit around and watch a movie together um meet up like everyone cooks a dish and brings it together and everyone hangs out because the point of it is to have and that's that's creativity that is getting creative finding a different solution to something getting imaginative with what we want to do so please don't be put off by the fact that is you know creative this doesn't have to be that people are very creative um a, a lot of the the guys that I've dated have been um you know tech guys you might think oh they're not very creative they're creative they get creative with the the you know coding and stuff and the solutions that they find to problems that they're presented with I think that's very creative thinking outside of the box using their imagination just because it's not the typical what we call creativity but it the, the reason those are used is because that is an expression of us Right. You can go to an art class, you can go learn musical instruments and yet what you do with what you've learned about how to paint or what you do with how you've learned how to play these instruments, that comes from you. That is you getting creative, you create something with what you have learned, with the tools that you've learned, with the techniques that you've learned. And part of this may be to do with spiritual paths that you've been on with that, right? in facing your fears do you get creative about how you face your fears about how you move over into the to transition over to the next um the the next path or the next next cycle where we're going forward now um this i, I do see as communication especially for you guys right what you say what you announce um how you interact very internal very externalized energy that comes up here I'm, I'll go do that in a moment. Let's get, let's go down the middle now, right? This is central to everything. We have here the tree, right? And if you can see it, it's got the, the tree of life in it. Now, what the tree really is, it, it's what we need to grow. What is sustaining our growth? And if you have a look, you know, in the lover's card, you have, um, masculine feminine you have the a tree with each of them has a tree well this would be the lovers with the tree down the middle yeah does that remind you of anything um we're getting a bit biblical there with our with our descriptions where's that book gone i went oh here we go so i wanted to read you the tree and this is what it says it says, I'm here to stay and grow. I am the health of your body, mind and soul. Look for the cards next to me to find out more about me. When negative cards are close, pack some tissues for your nose, right? So that means that you, you may feel under the weather or thing. But this is this is how you grow with, you cannot just be one. You can't, it, you just can't be Gemini. And so if you are, laboring under this kind of um i want to say delusion but only in this kind of learn how to say the, the lovers and the devil card are delusions right that you what you love is outside of you or what balances you is outside of you right 
no this is i mean let's just move ahead you've got the tree here which your roots are in the ground what helps me to grow it's about branching out it's about spreading it's about expansion with this and it's your your twins the integration of them honoring both and i think they're being flipped you'll see that when we get to the bottom why i say that but here this is about what roots you what supports you now i say that because of the tree is rooted into the ground and what do, what do we need what nutrients what nourishment do we need to be healthy in our mind body and spirit but here we have the anchor and the anchor is also about support you know you put down the anchor to weather a storm and so if the tree is coming between this masculine and feminine energy you have the anchor coming in between that which is communicated and said and how you interact interact with information so it's so gemini right and what your intuition is saying and your emotional you know your emotions so that's what's balancing out these two sides um as they come up here now the thing with the anchor shall i read you the anchor yeah let's read the anchor 35 what anchor says it says with stability and security i bring peace of mind i push you to persevere and help you reach your goal watch out for negative cards they might shackle and pull you down a hole so this is where when this comes up where we've had the anchor down for so long if we're thinking about why can't i move it's like what are we rooted in now this would say in the routine in the humdrum things have been the same too much we're not asking questions we're not curious right this was saying we're not using our imagination to get creative there is another way if you're saying this is not working this is not right i'm unhappy with this this is a mess right whatever it may be that's coming up this reading is basically saying there is another way to do and you are the sign to do it you your own inspiration your own imagination you know your curiosity of how else could i do this what else is there to do around this now let's go to the bottom here right and you have with the the you have i mean i'll just show you it again one second you have the man and the woman coming up again and so down the central you have the man coming up with clover clover is a bit like the wheel of fortune right it's luck it's synchronicity it's i think it's the opportunity to act well didn't one of these say that this one about there could be an opportunity for you to act right when you there's an opportunity when you and i don't mean like someone's going to offer you something although it could be right with the letter coming up so that's what personal readings are for to figure out stuff like that but whatever it is the the question mark will or you know if you accept this opportunity you see a synchronicity of something that comes up to act on because the man's coming up with this it's going to highlight right does this allow me to expand out or does it keep me stuck is this supportive of my growth or is this a comfort zone that i'm just staying in so i don't have to do anything or expand outside of it that's what your themes are for the next six months at least like around this so i want to read oh not from this book let's look at clover from this one i 
I'll I'll tell you what it says. So it says so it's blah. it says clover signifies luck and carefree ease, a burst of good fortune of short duration. So it's an opening, but only a brief one, right? In pasture lands where clover grows, when the flowers emerge, allowing the bees to gather their pollen to make honey, we can all enjoy the bliss of the moment. The card sometimes means risk or can signify living in ease for a brief period, but its effect is temporary. At the end of, the, of a line of cards, it can signify a happy outcome. When the card appears at the beginning, uh, it shows a chance that you can take. Clover is unexpected, temporal and brief, so take your chance while it is offered to you. Now, what do we see around that? Your chance to act. There is a, I mean, this is, this is good fortune, you know, uh, the four leaf clover, all of that. So you've got this, there's, I do see an opportunity around this with this, an opportunity to act, but what it will highlight first, you'll, and the way it may show up, because sometimes you think, oh, I don't, haven't had any opportunities. The way you'd experience it in any situation is there will be the, no, I'm just going to stay here and do the same thing. As for, and remember, anchors are used in water. So you've got this feminine energy of the feeling that you want to feel. This can be a commitment to a certain experience of life, right? As in, I just want to feel safe. I don't want to be triggered. I don't want to be criticised, right? So it, it may highlight that. So you may get the, the promotion. You may have an opportunity for the relationship, whatever it is. But it's not no one's going to like knock on your door and say say hey like this is your chance come on let's go do this it will be you noticing as this as what you want to grow into what you are are you know this is for your growth i said it this morning actually on the discord server where i said um i felt a wave of fear last night and one this morning and to me that's really great news that that may be a sign of things are changing i'm headed out in different direction i've been doing loads of different things um you'll hear more about that in the weekly but you know that's of course there's going to be fear associated with that of course there's going to be a full challenged and those are the fears that we are we are facing the more we face our fears the more opportunities that come out of it but it isn't pleasant it isn't you know all rainbows and unicorns when we do that now over here so this was an expression of this of this kind of outward communication how we react to stuff that we read and see out there this because this is all internalized this is what we say around that it's interesting that what comes up is the woman yes but with the coffin now i'm not saying you are, are about to do yourself in and I'm not going to give you a, the literal interpretation of this. I mean, book a personal reading if you kind of feel like, if you know what I'm referring to and you've got that coming up um, for you. But in terms of generally speaking, in the themes of the rest of the, the reading, the expression of dealing with this, of going forward, the coffin is an ending. And what is, so what is ending this? one way of doing something how do we end that by facing our fears around this by by facing the fear of um something that we've intuited something that we feel something that we love but we do that so i'm going to read you coffin this is what coffin says it says the coffin signifies endings to a phase of your life don't be too quick to talk about death because that's what i mean and a lot of people can if you know the lenormand then you might go there um, especially with a, a person coming up next to it but 
He says, don't be too quick to talk about death, but gauge what is completing or resurfacing from the past. This card could indicate a sick bed or a birth on a ship, a cell in a prison or a narrow place the client is currently in. It could be a deadline, the term of a contract or someone unable to move forward through fear or memory of trauma in which they risk becoming one of the living dead by refusing to recognise the end. Coffin warns that you may be walking into a dead end or that your your plan lacks energy. I'm going to read you the key words of this as well. I'm trying to give you as much as possible so you can make the connections in your own life as you go forward. I recognise not everyone can get a personal reading and I won't be doing them after December anyway. I think that December the 9th or something is the last day that you can book a personal reading with me. So trying to give you as much as possible. So here are the key words that go with this card completion termination hidden things from the past hauntings dead ends a trap walking into an old situation no forward energy cancellation stagnation the end death giving honorable burial to what doesn't serve you disruption illness or depression that pre that prevents you from working fear of finishing narrow place mourning end of an old phase something ancient is coming back to life tribal motives burnout now think about this this i think refers to what we have here which is where we keep everything inside that where we don't create i mean this would be the womb then as well right of and this would be what is birthed then from that place and so is it the end of the gestation period is it the end of you know one day one day one day it's like now is that day it very much has the feeling of that, Gemini, especially with um, the man and Clover here at the bottom. But I hope you're going to let me know how you guys get on with this. Because if if it's, I wonder what will happen next. It's like, well, and, until we end what needs to be ended. or And we do that by saying something. This could be an announcement of an ending. This could be, hey, you, you, someone's terminated or something. Or you might be terminating something or handing in your notice or, you know, whatever it may be. But it is about, uh, it's just, it's a flip. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I thought it was weird. I just remembered Pisces got something like this. Their fish were flipped. I'd say the same thing to you. Be And it will leave you feeling vulnerable. I get it. But the stuff that you're comfortable saying, maybe try not to say that for a little while. And the stuff that you hide and don't want to say, let that come out. That's very much the kind of theme here that I see. But there you go, my lovelies. Those are your messages. I love you guys very much. I will see you next time. But that's all for now. Goodbye.